Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for April 10th through the 16th of 2022. So just a heads up, I posted April 3rd and April 10th weekly forecasts at the same time because I will be doing the Olokun Rising ritual, see details below, in this blog post. And I plan to be in Oakland or Tampa near the ocean April 7 to 14. These major rituals take on a life and timing of their own, and I cannot promise to be anywhere near a computer on those days. But I do promise to come back and share all the magic in the April 17th forecast. So let's dive in. Our week kicks off on Sunday, April 10th, with Mercury squaring off with Pluto. This is in Aries to Capricorn, right before a little bit later in the day, moving into Taurus. So this is a powerful little last hit before it goes into an initiation zone that starts waking us up and preparing us for the upcoming retrograde. Warning, warning, incoming, y'all. So Mercury square Pluto, which happens relatively often. Every time Mercury is in Aries or Libra, it's been squaring off with Pluto for well over 14 years. So our consciousness has gotten an upgrade with this Pluto in Capricorn for sure. This energy is a tough yet powerful one. Its highest expression would be to focus on your own inner deep dig, discovery, development, and transformation of your own mind and consciousness that happens when these two get together. And we are challenged to grow out of comfort zone and into new territory. It enables you to look beneath the surface to some core drives and gain some valuable insights and thus choose a plan of action based on your findings. You will want to know all the hidden meanings behind decisions you've made or want to make soon. Dig, you will find more than you think you're ready for, but apparently the universe thinks differently. Pay attention and try not to worry about what anyone else thinks or believes. This energy's flip side is to make you obsess over one particular idea or try to force others to your way of thinking. That is a bottomless pit. You cannot truly change the way other people think. You can only change the way you think and hope it enlightens others along the way. And it will for those who are tuned in to your frequency and level of consciousness. Mercury is a personal planet, so try to only focus on you and your direction at this time. Deep breath. Same day, Mercury enters Taurus until April 29th. Mercury in Taurus activates our senses as our primary communicators. Mercury rules all the information that we take in mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So when we are processing that information through a Taurus lens, then we must engage our six senses in order to learn or discover truth. Your senses give you so much information, but with food and pharmaceuticals dulling them down, you may have to do a cleanse just to get them to function properly. Mercury and Taurus helps us all get very practical, activating our common sense, I hope. It is time to be very pragmatic by asking the value and worth of all that you engage in, all of which is up for renewal. We are additionally liberated by Uranus being there in Taurus too, helping release old crusty thinking that no longer applies in the here and now. We are activating our imaginations to help beautify our environment and cultivate creative solutions to our current challenges. It's time to connect with our body and physical well-being. Part of that will also be woven into the upcoming Mercury retrograde. Mercury will move into Gemini and retrograde May 10th, move back into Taurus and go direct in Taurus on June 3rd, at which point you will be able to redream your vision and move forward on a completely new level. 
Last year, Mercury retrograded in all air signs, activating our consciousness to evolve and grow, opening us up to radically new ideas, thoughts, and concepts. This year, Mercury will go backwards in air signs, giving us a chance to recalibrate those ideas one more time before we begin to create all new containers for them as Mercury goes direct in earth signs. This air-earth combo is special and is giving us an opportunity to rethink our fundamentals of food, sex, and money as well. April kicks off the upgrade. May we review our personal needs and desires around personal security and comfort. And then June allows us to move forward with more clarity on which ideas will be worth our time, energy, money, and efforts going forward. Deep breath. Also, I will be offering a three-part class for this upcoming Mercury Retrograde so that we can all navigate more consciously. There is always a meditation and divinations for the pre, post, and actual retrograde. And in a group setting, we all learn even more and are better supported for navigating the current upgrade. So I have a link to the page where you can get all three weeks for 75, but you can also go to karmictools.com. Under offerings, under live and virtual circles, you'll see Mercury Retro class and the Astro 101 class coming up in May as well. But April is our lead in. So I like to knock these out the month before when we're entering into the pre-shadow so that we can all prepare. And last time I heard that some people would like to come for one or the other and maybe not necessarily do all three. So if you need more energetic support for the pre-shadow period before Mercury goes backwards in Gemini or the post-shadow period when it goes forward in Taurus or the actual retrograde period itself in between, you can drop in for 25. So drum roll, please. This leads us to Tuesday, the 12th, and our big Jupiter-Neptune activation, which I've been prattling on about for weeks because I'm so excited. This is such a huge reset, and we are ritually and ceremonially honoring it, which is the foundation of shamanic astrology, is that we have a relationship with the sky above and all the things that move through it. I'm so excited. These two together expand your conscious awareness about yourself, the community, and the planet. We humans have been through a lot over the years learning the difference between religion and spirituality, and this initiation is giving you a chance to heal your own connection to God, great spirit, or source of your understanding. Your perspective has been broadened by the global shifts, and you have probably been humbled on one or many levels. Now that you've been stripped of some non-essentials, you can be more clear about your own values and your own purpose. The shadow aspect of this energy is to be overly optimistic, ignoring facts and realities, and not using your discernment properly. Deep breath. We have to activate all of our filters with this one because they can both get us all carried away, lost, off track, or worse, drowning, meaning Jupiter and Neptune. They can both get us carried away. It is time to stay grounded and do not take unnecessary risks with your faith or your resources. You are tremendously supported for initiating new spiritual practices that fortify you so that you are better able to serve on a grander scale or contribute in a larger way to the social and collective realms just by living in integrity and staying connected to a higher power. This activation is going to reset your connection to your own higher self, and it also facilitates a huge rebirth for the social collective realms. This is where we dream up the new story, the new vision that we want to live into. 
we can look at the last 12 to 165 years of our relationship with water in general, or we can look at what we believe to be true or possible all our lives and use this opportunity to tap into a more unifying, all-inclusive kinship vibration for all life on the planet. Now, in support of this activation, I have uploaded what I call Relevant Reflections when I play a throwback audio for you all. And I did a recording in 08 that had to do with mutual reception, which was when Neptune was in Aquarius, which is Uranus's sign, and Uranus was in Pisces, which is Neptune's sign. So that's why it's called mutual reception. They worked well together and they enhanced each other. And we covered a lot of ground on that audio that was totally applicable to here and now today. And useful and relevant tips were shared throughout. Even the divinations and things that you might think only applied to that time, mm-mm, mm-mm. Everything was eternal wisdom that we can use today as we navigate these very deep Piscean waters. And then the other one was recorded in 2011 when Neptune hit Pisces. So I am tempted to dream up a follow-up call to that one now that we are about two-thirds of the way through. So this is when Neptune first entered Pisces and I was talking about what we needed to do to navigate that. So of course that's relevant as well. I've got the link to the Olokun Rising event. The details are on Yeye's site, which is yeyeluisatish.com. Like we've said all along, there's no fee for this. You know, if you're in Oakland, we're doing things live in person. If you're in other parts of the world or near other bodies of water and you lead groups, we're calling you Harbor Masters, and we encourage you to take your group to the waters that weekend. And if you are solo mermaids and mermen, then you go and honor the waters in your own individual way is beautiful too. We'll take it any way we can get it. We're just excited to have a global ritual happening because Yeye is super international and so am I. We both have at least 10 or 15 countries that are from all over the world, all walks of life that have their own way of honoring water and the water spirits. So I'm so excited to learn more and expand my repertoire as well. So hold the vision and know that wherever we are focused on water, we are one. There's only one water. So if we're dipping our toes in this ocean, it's sending waves to oceans around the world. So let's hold that vision for renewal, initiation of a higher level of respect and deep, deep gratitude and honoring of our life-giving waters. And okay, I'm gonna stop preaching now, y'all, because I just get so excited. Plus my cancer, I'm a water baby. So of course I love it. Same day, good energy to support our cause. The sun is sextiling Saturn. That means whatever's illuminated, whatever we are focusing on, we can gain traction that can give us some long-term rewards and results, okay? This is an opportunity. Sextiles are opportunities. So this energy is good for getting serious and organized because the sun also brings some much needed clarity. With Saturn involved, practical actions based on responsible assessments will be rewarded. Whereas blowing things off or leaving loose ends will cost you and usually fairly immediately the instant karma way. Even if this should happen to you, it is not personal, but Saturn's way of showing you immediately where your current limitations are. That's good information to have when making choices and decisions. This activation gives you access to self-discipline and the ability to consider all your options before deciding on anything. This is a good time to focus on your professional goals if possible and start making a solid, feasible plan for the future. 
If you need to, seek the advice of a trusted wise elder, anyone with more knowledge or experience than you. And if you can't actually do something in the direction of your goals today, take the time to meditate and connect to your plan mentally. So all of that supports. And I meant to say that I've linked a few other articles with the Neptune and Pisces and all the water energy and things like that in this blog as well that have just come up recently and are really interesting around this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. So enjoy those other explanations about the same energy as we move on to Thursday the 14th when Mars enters Pisces until May 24th. So remember I said Venus entered Pisces last week and will be there till May 2nd. And now Mars just got there and will stay a little bit longer till May 24th. So as it enters Pisces, this gives us a chance to dream up the new desires, direction, and individual purpose about to be born in each of us. Mars is about who you are and what you want, and we are dreaming that anew. In Pisces, you get to explore your spirituality, your imagination, and your dreams. Does any of that even play a role in your life? That's one of my biggest pet peeves, is folks that disregard the imagination or play or what I do with comedy and music. These things that uplift and heal and awaken our souls When you go without that, you lose connection with your soul. That's not good for a living creature of any kind. So it has to play a role in your life of some sort. Of course, it does for some more than others. But if you are a staunch realist, this gives you permission to loosen up and dream a little over the next two months. Liberate your normal way of thinking for just a moment this week and consider this. If all your bills were paid, all your needs taken care of, what would you choose to do with your time, energy, and money? You have to quiet the ego who always wants to know and control everything and surrender to your imagination and then ask the real question, what do you truly desire for yourself, for your family, for community in the world? Many of us share a vision of a progressive humanity that uses technology as a tool rather than worship it like a god. Many of us share a vision of connected humanity that honors the deepest value of the mother, the land and the soil that feeds and sustains life on this planet, rather than rape, pillage, and slowly kill us all. There has been an awakening and an interruption in your normal flow. Use this as an opportunity to explore territory you normally don't allow yourself to explore and see what you find. If we hold the light and that vision of the Aquarian age really representing freedom, equality, and reverence for all life, then we can magnetize that into our reality. The last time Mars was in Pisces was May 2020. What do you remember about that time? We had Gemini Sag eclipses and Venus retrograded in Gemini, cracking open all new values and priorities. Not to mention our consciousness and our social interactions, which were completely halted with COVID. There was more emphasis on relationships, but now it's on our ideas, thoughts, and concepts that inform our personal choices and individual actions. We are redreaming our world in many ways, but I encourage you to use this energy to activate your own imagination to expand what you believe is possible for yourself and the world. Deep breath. That's Thursday the 14th. Saturday the 16th brings our Libra full moon, okay? Aries new moon initiates the new you and the new year and all that. So Libra full moon is coming behind it to illuminate any imbalances that might block you from taking off. This is a good moon to co-create with. 
It also gives you a chance to clear out any toxic imbalanced relationships going on too. So deep breath. Can you feel the process that you have been through personally over the last six months? Can you feel the universe reshaping, repositioning you to birth a whole new way of living on earth and relating with other living beings? In order to do that, I mean, relate in a whole new way with life. We've undergone quite a rigorous release process over the last six months alone. When you shed skins, you have to know that you are raw and vulnerable as you grow your new skin. Or if it is a new birth of any kind, there is that initial stage of development that immediately follows birth that is the most vital for the health and well-being of the creative baby, whether it's a real baby or a creative baby. As for our Libra full moon, this is giving us a chance to do this deep clearing in the relationship department and honor the annual opportunity to complete things and tie up any loose ends in our relationships, personal, professional, or both. That means anything and anyone that you have to relate to on a regular basis has this annual opportunity for renewal on a very deep level. Basically, because Aries kicks off the new you, as you change, everyone around you has to change or go away. And this is the moon that lights that up. It is a time to notice what is out of balance and take advantage of the initiatory energy of spring to clear it out and make space for new relationships and new ways of relating in general. This one has so much additional power and juice for clearing out old, toxic, imbalanced relationships in a way that is so obvious that it makes it almost effortless to finally let go. You will also be shown the new possibilities for nourishing and supportive, balanced and reciprocal relationships, partnerships and collaborations that are all being seeded at this time in your life. Where is the beauty, fun, joy, supportive, helpful, peaceful people? What nourishes your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit? Think in terms of how that has evolved over the last six months, one year and over the last eight years for sure. What you used to be magnetized and attracted to has likely evolved, deepened, and or changed completely from seven to ten years ago. It's time to do some internal reflection on the lessons and blessings that you've gained through all your current relationships. No matter how grueling or treacherous they've been, you've learned something about yourself and humanity and how peace must be nurtured. Now the universe, the planets, Mother Earth herself all support you in stepping up and into new ways of being yourself, which automatically shifts how you relate with others on every level. Many small circles and communities have strong roots and are growing amazing things that will feed us all in the end. Find your own inner balance, tap into this spring season when physical balance is naturally available, and call in more balance and reciprocity in your personal and professional relationships. It's time to allow more good into your life. Practice with more light this season. Also consider what relationship and partnership seeds got planted with the Libra new moon on October 6th of 2021, only six months ago. Okay, that's what this is. This is a culmination of the fall and all that we initiated then, even though that's harvest time and we're completing the year, we still initiate in the Libra, Scorpio, Sag, Capricorn departments, right? Throughout those winter seasons. So this is the outcome or the midpoint and six month mark is like halftime. You got a chance to check in and reset and hopefully pull it out successfully six months from now when we get to the harvest. So that's why this is such an excellent check in. Okay, y'all, two weeks of forecast posted together. Olokun rising, deep breath, 
Stay in sacred waters, near water, talking to the waters, labeling your water, doing your vision boards and dreaming about water. Do whatever you can, y'all. Do whatever you can to immerse yourself in the flow and clear any stagnation that you can, any pollution in your own system, any toxicity and waste that's clogging up the natural oxygen you need to breathe properly. We're reclaiming it and initiating a new level that literally can support us for the next 165 years. So knowing that you're part of that root, part of that foundation that is initiating a new way of having our relationship with water, right? We don't use and abuse it. We have a relationship. We want to cultivate that relationship with water so that we understand that being 80% water matters and every creature needs it to survive. Every plant, every living organism needs water to survive. So we all need to come together on this and do our one little piece, right? We can't fix the big picture, but we can fix our little individual piece in our local communities. We can do things there. So let's do some research and do some digging. I'm definitely doing it because I've never lived in a drought area. And now I'm in Colorado Springs And this is the driest and the highest I've ever been in the mountains. We're like, I don't know, six or 8,000 feet above sea level. In Florida, I was at sea level. It was a completely different vibration, way more moisture. I mean, life just bursts everywhere under those conditions. And here we got to work a little harder. And that's the other reason to be so committed to blessing those waters and cultivating balance, focusing on the balance This is our season of balance. We only get two chances a year to really tap in. Don't let it pass you by. Do a little reset of your own personally so that you can function better throughout the spring and summer. These are the active seasons. We're going to get busy in this hemisphere. While in the South, they start winding down and moving into the darker season. Mother needs these seasons. And so do our waters. So much love, everyone. Much deep appreciation and gratitude for you being part of my community. Reach out as you feel called. Consider joining us for the Mercury Retrograde classes, which are supposed to kick off that April 13th of this week. But because I'll be traveling and because I'm just getting the registration up April 1st, I got to see if and how many people actually register. So if you want support for the Mercury Retrograde through Gemini Taurus zones, which is important to most of us somewhere, then please email me directly or check out those links and sign up as soon as you can so that I can set up that class ASAP. But I technically scheduled them for Wednesday, the 13th, the 20th and 27th of April, the last three Wednesdays in April at 7 p.m. Eastern. So if that date and time works for you, and if you're interested in navigating the Mercury retrograde consciously with the divinations and meditations that I put together, they're always unique for everyone because every retrograde is unique and is going to trigger us in different ways. If you do all three weeks, I'm happy to include the Mercury retrograde activations as your bonus material. Those help you know exactly what Mercury is going to touch this go round. And I will do another one when it retrogrades through the Libra Virgo zone. So if you want to sign up later, that's cool too. All right, y'all, I'm going to sign off now. I am very grateful. Have a fantastic week. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools.